Hello and welcome back to Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Again, we are at the ADISA conference here in San Diego and I'm talking with Keith Lampe of Inland Private Capital Corporation headquartered out of Oak Brook, Illinois. Keith, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thanks for having me. So Keith, uh, tell us who Inland Private Capital Corporation is. Inland Private Capital Corporation is one of the Inland companies. Uh, so Inland is a, a company with about a 45-year track record in offering numerous investment opportunities across uh, a number of different facets of commercial and residential real estate investing. Inland Private Capital was founded in 2001, about 15 years ago, and we're really the entity that focuses in on bringing private placement, uh, Reg D product to high net worth investors. And, and in this moment in time, we're kind of thought of as a the 1031 sponsor within Inland. We bring uh, private placements that qualify as like-kind real estate for 1031 exchange investors. And that's really been uh, a, a huge focal point for us today. So you do strictly 1031 exchanges and you do those uh, through DSTs, I presume, Delaware Statutory Trust. Correct. The DST structure is what we're using currently. Okay, and you do this uh, throughout the country? Nationwide, and we sell the product through broker-dealers and, and financial advisors nationwide. Okay, and uh, what kind of real estate project? Are we talking industrial, uh, retail, uh, what kind of project? Our business model has been fairly unique. We, we are fairly diversified. We're, we're an opportunistic buyer. We look at uh, uh, finding value on behalf of our investors across numerous sectors. So retail, multifamily, student housing, medical office, uh, self-storage, uh, across uh, all major sectors and even some specialty type assets where we are looking at value nationwide. And uh, you buy and manage and then at some point sell. Correct. We're a uh, we're an asset manager at the end of the day. So when we we purchase an asset and finance it and offer it to investors, um, that's really where where the, uh, the the fun begins. As as I like to say, we uh, we we then are tasked with the initiative of creating and delivering value to investors through our asset and property management services. And uh, since two thousand and one, you've done how many projects and uh, managed about how many properties? We've offered about 185 different offerings since 2001. Now, many of those offerings were not one-off or one-asset type uh, vehicles. So many of them were portfolios. So to date, we manage over 450 properties across 44 states. Okay, so I presume you're one of the earlier ones in that marketplace and one of the bigger ones. We, we are. We were uh, one of the early uh, players in the 1031 uh, fractional ownership structure uh, space. And uh, we've been very committed to this industry since the beginning. Um, you know, the economic downturn in 2009, there were a lot of, a lot of companies that ran into challenges and, and in some instances kind of uh, went away. Uh, we've, we've stayed committed and uh, we are one of the larger, larger firms in the space to date. Uh, so, Keith, uh, I've heard many people say that today in the world of real estate, it's easier to raise money than to find good properties uh, to buy. Uh, is that what you find? Well, that's an important balance that I think any sponsor really has to take a hard look at. Um, when when it's easy to buy, that's oftentimes instance where you know investors are are a little bit gun sh gun shy, and when it becomes more challenging, that's also when a lot of investors are looking at and and uh, seeking out the same type of opportunity. So, from a long term commitment standpoint, 
while it is challenging to find value, it's our job to, to find value, look at offerings, look at properties that we want to apply our brand to and begin a long-term commitment with investors with. And, um, and that's part of what I think you, you benefit from by having a diversified uh, menu of different product types you look at. So if we were a, a one-trick pony only looking at one sector, um, that becomes more challenging. But what we've been able to do and what's really helped our, our growth and progress is we've been able to pivot and switch gears and, and look at different types of sectors at any given point in time. And, and I think that will uh, drive our success for years to come. And uh, what kind of help has Inland been as a large corporation? And you're only one division. What, what, how many divisions do they have kind of like you here? Well, when you, when you can leverage off a brand and that's as established as Inland, um, it really has, has been a huge uh, component to driving our success. The four founders of Inland are still very active with the firm today, and they've kind of established the, the foundation and the principles behind, uh, behind how, we, how we conduct ourselves and, and, and really looking at the, the industry as a, as a long-term initiative, long-term venture, um, and, and that obviously from a, from a capitalization standpoint and having a, a national management footprint that, that Inland brings to the table, that allows us to scale the business and has really been a, a key accelerator to our growth here, especially in the past few years. Well, Kevin, let me ask a question I always ask of people about real estate. Uh, real estate is very interest rate driven and uh, we're going to have rising interest rates. Don't know how soon, how far, how fast, but they're going to be rising. Uh, what impact do you foresee on rising uh, that rising in, uh, interest rates are going to do and give to the real estate industry? That's something we've been very focused on here for the past several years, and, and part of what's driven our desire to pivot away from fixed income assets more into assets with operating characteristics. That's been a, a large driver for our entrance into the self-storage industry, for example, or the student housing industry, or, or even multifamily assets. You know, deals that, at the end of the day, all real estate is interest sensitive, but, but deals and properties that um, through property management, asset management, you're able to drive up the, the NOI or rental income derived from a property. That can sometimes mitigate the risk associated with a, a rising tide as it relates to interest rates. And so a lot of that is very sector specific, but it's, it's a, a huge component to what drives our investment thesis and, and frankly how we look for value within the marketplace. Well, I hope you're good at it because uh, rising uh, uh, values of real estate are good for everybody in uh, lots of ways. So, Kevin, any parting uh, or final words for our listeners here? I, I would say that uh, we're very excited uh, about uh, the, the landscape of the industry uh, going forward. It's great to be at the ADISA conference. It's a great uh, association. It's, it's been very good to us. Um, it's, it's great on the education and, and advocacy side of the coin. And it, uh, the, the events like this where we can all get together as, as a group and uh, kind of network with one another is also a, a driver. And, and so uh, excited to be here, excited about the industry and, and looking forward to it. Keith, thank you very much for joining us. Again, we've been talking with Keith Lampe, um, the president of Inland Private Capital Corporation out of Oak Brook, Illinois. And uh, we'll be right